Where were we? Oh yeah, that's right. Starting our brand new podcast. I'm James McKee, and this is my friend Anthony Brown. We've both been driving over the road for some years now, and we thought we'd start a podcast sharing stories, lessons, anything we can think of that we picked up over the years and over the miles. Life experiences. Speaking of, I'm an owner-operator of three trucks. Got my Peterbilt dollar shop this weekend. Oh, nice. How'd that go? It's running pretty good right now. I got my driver in his truck heading up to Sterling, Illinois right now. That's pretty exciting. And this is this driver's first run with you, isn't it? It is. It is. Seems to be doing all right. He's done one load already. Oh, wow. Pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you've got a good one this time around. Uh, I sure hope so. That last one didn't pan out. Man, that guy left my truck torn. Uh, it's still in the shop. From uh, It's been in the shop two weeks now. Oh, wow. I guess that's yeah. trials and tribulations of being an owner-operator with a few <laughs> trucks under you. <laughs> Probably won't be, won't be the last, I'm sure. Now, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your experience and and I'll follow suit with mine. My experience with the truck? No, with, your your uh, experience I, over the road. How did you get road. started? How long you been? I got started back in 2013. Actually ended up with the same company as James McKee there. Uh, started out truck driving school, Tennessee truck driving school. Got to... Do a little bit of flatbed, starting out with them. They're, by the way, Boyd Brothers. Great training company if you guys are looking to get into it for flatbed. Uh, started there. Went, with, <laughs> went to Melton for a little while. They have a great training program as well. Then decided I'd try my hand out at some regional stuff with Fraley and Chilling. Then decided to give Loudoun County Trucking a chance. Started out as a company driver with them in 2015. Released my first truck in 2016 with them. Now I'm up to three trucks with them. Just bought my first Peterbilt. Oh, nice. Yeah, for yeah. me, I'd, I started out more on the fringe side of the driving world. I started out driving my own car for a medical courier in the Indianapolis area. And after a few hundred thousand miles with them being stuck in Indiana, I started to feel restless, you know. So I happened one day to just see a pilot car escorting an oversized load truck. And I thought, they're, they're over the road and just driving their car. I had no idea what that was about. So I looked into it, figured, why not? I can do this. I didn't have the confidence to think that I could be a truck driver or anything. I didn't want that responsibility. So started doing pilot car and then it was only a few months before I started looking into getting my CDL got my CDL in the Indianapolis area and my first company as Anthony said was Boyd Brothers and I can definitely second that notion they have a great training program it really helped out especially getting started with flat bedding and except for a couple of months with the little mom and pop company I've been flat bedding the whole time I've been driving a Class A vehicle, 
But <laughs> for as long as I was with Boyd Brothers, I I kind of missed pilot cars. So I went back to that, became a steerman in the wind industry, especially working with the windmill blades and all. And it was a lot of fun, but then just bounced right back over to truck driving. Actually, no, sorry. I'm messing up my own history here. <laughs> I forgot about going to drive away where you tow your car or find rental cars, planes, however. You end up going to a factory, picking up a vehicle that's too large to go on a trailer, school buses, motorhomes and such, driving them to the customers. And the money really wasn't there as much as everybody told me it would be. So I'd, I ended up Finding a uh, finding a class A company where I could drive a truck again and be home every night, which is what I'm doing now. I work for a company in the suburbs of Indianapolis. Drive a flatbed home every night. Been doing this for a few years and starting to think it might be time to go back to pilot car. And this time, like Anthony, try to get a few vehicles under me and hopefully not have too many drivers that I don't like. <laughs> or at least somebody will take care of your stuff oh, that'd be nice I can care less <laughs> if I like them or not as long as they take care of my stuff <laughs> for the love of god check the oil <laughs> <laughs> tell me when there's an oil leak my goodness right if uh, I tell you not to smoke in the vehicle maybe don't smoke in the vehicle leaving burn holes everywhere I tell him he can smoke in the cab. Just not the sleeper. Yeah. And leaves a dang cigarette burn in my legacy seat. Uh, I tell you. If you don't know what, what legacy seat is, it's a, <laughs> not a cheap <laughs> one. Yeah. Talking about smokers, it, it just reminds me when I was with this little mom and pop company driving. Uh, drive van. I was with them for two months and that place, I definitely would not give their company a shout out because if they're still in existence, they should not be. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about them. It's one of these places, they cut as many corners as they could and if you report a problem about a trailer or a truck, they just wave it off. Oh, it's no problem. It's no problem. And then, Which is illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that. <laughs> They end up having me team drive all the way down to the Mexican border in Texas. We're going to El Paso to pick up this truck that was in the shop. And the person they paired me with, the first question out of his mouth was, do you smoke? I said, no. And all he could say about that is, uh, they done fucked you up because I told them, don't put me with somebody who doesn't smoke. And he oh, proceeded man. to smoke for the next two and a half days. Uh, it, everything stunk. My blanket, my clothes, everything. And uh, we, ended up, we ended up getting shut down in a scale house. Luckily, he was the driver at the time. Because <laughs> when you know it, the truck and trailer had issues. And they wouldn't let us leave when we went through and got inspected. <laughs> and while we were sitting there. This company I had applied to just beforehand, they wouldn't hire me at first because my experience wasn't really what they were looking for, but they wished me the best in my in my job search and everything. 
really the nicest company you could ask to be rejected by. Well, they <laughs> sent me an email saying, are you still interested? Apparently the person that was more to their liking didn't work out. And <laughs> while sitting down, while sitting shut down for a few hours, I was never more ready to just walk away from a company in my life. And so when I saw that email, it just felt like, a, it felt like the clouds opened up and God just throw me a bone. Here you go. And right. so I, that's the company I've been with since. I mean, it. How long have you been now? Four and a half. Four and a half years. Four and a half years. Wow, that's not bad for you. <laughs> no, it's the longest job I've ever had, <laughs> driving or not. <laughs> Before this, my personal that's record was about three and a half, and that was two different jobs in a row. Three and a half at one, three and a half at the other. Oh, okay. It is tough when you get into driving. It seems like it's easy for a lot of people to just start job hunting. Uh, just hopping from one company to another is, I mean, the fact is with the CDL, you can find another job pretty much in no time. I and mean, there are always companies nice. looking for drivers. So as long as you have a halfway clean record, somebody will hire you. They do make it a little easy. I think make it too easy to job hop. I mean, yes and no. I mean, everybody advertises <laughs> this and that. One of the best pieces of advice I had learned in CDL school, it didn't even have to do with specifically driving a truck, but what sticks out is one of the instructors there, he had said, every company is going to have a degree of BS, and it's about finding a company whose BS matches the BS <laughs> that you can tolerate. Right. So if, That's about it. If, if you want to be home and you have family, you're trying to get home for a Saturday soccer game, or something like that, and you have a company that wants you to be out for a month at a time, it's not going to work out well. Or if the hours are right. unreliable, you never know where you're going to go next. But on the flip side, yeah. if you don't have family at home, you're not married, no kids, no real attachments of that sort, then being home every weekend might not be what you're looking for. And you got to find this company that'll put you out there for two months at a time. Right. I was having trouble trying to find the BS that I can tolerate. I couldn't. So I went ahead and just started my own business. (laughs) And now you have to find drivers who can tolerate your BS. (laughs) Right. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Yeah, and my BS not bad though. I mean, they're their own boss. They get to choose what they. Do. Of course, it's not bad. Your BS is the exact BS that you can tolerate. <laughs> right. If I if if I can tolerate it, anybody can. That's <laughs> 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 uh, so it should be anyway. Right. Sure. Sure. We'll go with that. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> find some drivers that can tolerate the same amount. Oh yeah. So where are you at today? <laughs> I'm almost to Vonor, Tennessee. 
dropping off my load. I'm a hay runner. I run my step deck. I run aluminum and hay. That's a nice circuit. Gives you a lot of good stability. Yeah, it's not bad. It's uh, it's reliable. Reliable, predictable. Yes, that's what I like. Right. Consistently. (laughs) What are you hauling? I've got a pretty light LTL trailer today. Four stops around central Illinois and western central Indiana. Got a good seven hours of driving. Usually haul pipe, don't you? Right, that's all we do. The company I work for, we actually don't haul anybody else's product. So I pick up from the same warehouse with preloaded trailers and just go <laughs> deliver to the same hundred or so right. customers. Kind of sucks, though. We, we always haul everybody's pipe. We never get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ain't that about a bitch? I can't complain too much though about being home every night. I mean, really, my only complaints is how predictable it is. Starting to get, <laughs> starting to feel restless again. It's, right. And just earlier today, I, I saw a yard, a uh, lay down yard where they had a bunch of windmill blades stacked up. There's a pilot car out by one of them, and. Hmm. Ah, I tell you, it hits me right in the feels, you know, just that nostalgia. There's no drug more intoxicating than nostalgia. (laughs) But Uh, one thing, you know, people always talk about driving for long periods of time, how to stay entertained and everything. For me, I end up listening to a lot of podcasts radio shows. I'm definitely a big fan of Sirius XM. Sirius XM and Spotify are my lifelines. If it weren't for them, I'd have nothing. And they don't even pay me to say that. <laughs> Nobody would pay me to say anything. They'd probably pay me to stop throwing their names out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your what's your main one you listen to? Main show on there. I'm a big fan of stand-up comedy. So, of course, I'm going to listen to Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. And then on Sirius, I listen to a lot of Jim Norton and Sam Roberts' show. So, earlier today, I ended up finding this one show on Spotify, this podcast called Russian for Cats. What? (laughs) Hello, Road Ranger? No. uh, (laughs) I don't pickup truck with a camper coming over in the my lane heading to me. <laughs> we were going to go head on there. He wasn't paying much attention, I guess. That's a wake-up <laughs> call. Yeah, no rage, just safety. <laughs> <laughs> I like my truck. I'd like to keep driving it. <laughs> just got it out of the shop. We don't need to put it back. <laughs> yeah, so this morning I listened to an episode of this podcast I just found called Russian for Cats. It's just a short story, apparently, where, you know, the story is whatever, but they're throwing in a few 
Russian words. I've been trying to learn Russian for a while now and trying out different podcasts, see what can really help with my listening comprehension. And so this one, they just throw in a few words. And then the cool thing is that after the 15, 20 minute episode, this audio book, basically, they actually have a native speaker sit there and explain the words and, and everything. So it's, that's one thing that's been keeping me interested today. Trying to learn, trying to improve myself and then fill it with a bunch of nonsense, just comedic nonsense. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. What's got you going today? Me going today? Actually, I just started my day. I went to the yard and found out they don't have any metal for me today to haul, so I might go ahead and get the trailer, the brakes changed on the trailer. Oh, okay. Any idea when you'll head out on the road? Do your next cycle? Hopefully. Hopefully tomorrow morning. Okay, so you got a pretty short day today then. Yeah, I was going to do some sows, but they only had one of them and somebody else got it, so. Oh, I see. The local <laughs> work. Oh, well. Yeah. Unfortunately, the heat's not working in my truck here, so I had parts guy order me a new AC control cluster. Okay. Maybe that'll do it. It is about 32 degrees this morning, <laughs> but I got my truck. <laughs> yeah, me then too. I was feeling pretty comfortable with it. You what? I said it's about the same for me too this morning, but I was feeling pretty comfortable with it. <laughs> well, I got my truck and I left my old, my APU on, and it uh it had the alternator code, so I'm thinking the belt come off again. So trip to Thermo Kings looks like it's in my future. Right on. I just had somebody in a four wheeler giving me the horn signal. <laughs> you don't see that very much anymore. Not as often. But then again, I... That was my favorite thing about being a truck driver, seeing little kids doing the horn signal for you to blow your horn. Now it just don't happen no more. Zoned out listening to something, looking in my mirror. For me, it's not really looking in the car's next. Lots of times if they are doing it with their window shut, I probably yeah. Right. So a lot of these cars <laughs> probably do it. Asshole up here. <laughs> I don't think your connection's very good there. Nah, probably not. Probably a good place to call it. That's better now. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's awkward then. <laughs> You're breaking up. But we yeah. do do this podcast while we are rolling, so we do go in and out every once in a while. Yeah, maybe we can pick this up for episode two when we got a little bit better signal. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm about to pull into my delivery. 10-4, good buddy. 10-4. <laughs> 